We're on. Welcome, everyone, to a new episode of the Women's Empowerment Series, and I have with me an incredible guest. I am so honored to have you, Cassandra Austin McDonald. Welcome, dear. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's so exciting. I can feel your energy, and I'm just, it makes me feel vibrant. Thank you for coming and bringing all that beauty and the energy with you. Mm. Absolutely. My pleasure. So the Women's Empowerment Series are series that we organize to, you know, sh uh, share stories and also inspire others, inviting female leaders from around the world like you, recognized with their work, the impact, the influence. And it's really to inspire, but also to give some uh, feedback, some nuggets about how what it means to feel empowered, what it means to follow your dream and what it means to to carry it with grace and yeah. uh, attract all the success. So it's really lovely to have you. I'm glad to be here. So Cassandra, tell us about you. How did you start? How do you, how, what made you become such a reference in your field of self-mastery coaching? And oh my gosh. Hmm. I love sharing this story because it always, it, it humbles me a bit and it reminds me of why I firmly believe that we, it's so important to be a student and a teacher so yes. I was working with juvenile and adult offenders in my former career. Mm. And at the time I was facilitating this group called Forgiveness and Healing. Okay. And one of my clients raised their hands like, Cassandra, how did you do this? Like, how did you become forgive? That. How did you heal? And I just got really quiet and I felt really convicted at the time because I had been professionally trained and educated. I had all of the tools, the modalities, the workbook was on my lap, but I couldn't speak from my heart and my soul from a lived experience. Mm. And that moment really sat with me. And so that started my journey shortly thereafter about the importance of not just having the professional training and education, but also am I a living embodiment of the work that I am putting out there? And so I started my own journey of, it started with trauma healing and self-worth work. And then eventually I started my path of re really connecting to my identity and spirituality and uh, manifestation. And what are my dreams? What are my desires? Yeah. It just turned into like this ripple effect. <laughs> let's, let's go back because you said so many impressive things and you said them so fast that it sounds like light, but it's very, very profound and deep. And I think your background and your career before is just has so much um, strength and power in it and impact mm -hmm. that it's, it's like, it's because you've done all that, that you are able now to kind of detach it from the emotions and make sense of it, isn't it? It's yeah, your absolutely. expertise and your knowledge. Because to be able to do that, it means you don't let your emotions overwhelm you, but rather you make sense of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what I love about my work. You know, self-mastery for me is about a mind, body, soul approach because yeah. we're more than just the, the flesh and blood. You know, there's so much to ourselves and mm -hmm really learning how to self-regulate, to know how you feel, but to know how to also respond and not react to life, 
to experiences, to interactions really be, became a powerful skill for me. Wow. How, what do you mean by when you said self, um, the embodiment of things? Can you explain more? Yeah, for me, embodiment simply means to walk your talk. And a lot of us are trained theoretically, you know, when we have these professional backgrounds and we get these educations and these degrees, we get theoretically trained. But I realized what was the missing component for me was the practicality piece. Was I actually a practitioner mm-hmm. of this work that I was doing for a career? And I and I had to be honest with myself I was like, no, when I go home every day, I actually still having toxic relationships and I didn't have a very powerful relationship with myself. And so that became the conviction for me about, you know, are you embodied in this, not just teaching it because you were educated and professionally trained, but are you actually living this? Mm. Oh yes. Because we do teach because we get the tools, but do we practice them on ourselves? Exactly. And it's harder, isn't it? Oh, yeah, because it requires a high level of self-responsibility and accountability. Yes, yes, yes. Here's, um, yeah, we have comments and people joining us. Yes, embodiment, walk in your talk. Yes, (laughs) it is. Yes. (laughs) I have people joining us from different places in the world. So welcome, everyone. Let us know where you're connecting from as we learn in um, so much about self-embodiment and self-mastery. So what do you mean by self-mastery? You are a reference in that today. Uh, what does it take? Is it is it in every field? Is it specifically of something? What does it mean? Self-mastery is to master yourself, your okay. thoughts, your emotions, your behavior. Who okay. are you being in your relationships? Who are you being in your leadership? Who mm-hmm. are you being in your life? And so that's the work that I guide women in is self-mastery of mastering themselves, their thoughts, their feelings, their behaviors in their life, their business and their relationships. And so how does it impact them? How is it, why is it good for us to take a moment and actually think about our inside? Because that is what's creating our reality. We have so much scientific evidence that shows that our thoughts, our emotions dictate our behavior, which then creates our reality. And mm-hmm. a lot of times people are complaining about the results in their business or okay. the interaction with their partner or their family, but mm-hmm. they fail to see their part to play in that. And a That's lot right. of times when you reel it back in, and you get to the root, there's something mm-hmm. beneath the surface that you were thinking, feeling that caused your behavior to create that experience. That's very, very true. And often we do not, uh, we, we think like, oh, I need to change the environment because it's very toxic. I need to go somewhere else because this doesn't work for me. This business is not right. Maybe something is wrong. But yeah. what it is, is like inside something is wrong. Yeah. yeah. And environment can play a part in our internal experiences. But the, the issue I have found is when people don't know the difference between escaping and shifting their environment to expand themselves. And there is a difference. And so, you know, when we're practicing self-mastery, we start to be so connected where we can discern the difference between, am I just trying to escape and avoid, or Mm -hmm. is it actually the best next step to take is to shift my environment? I love this. And this is very, very central and important to executive women. And I know a lot of them are watching us is that often we think that it's time to change but you need to ask yourself, why are you deciding to change? Is it because you want to run away and go find another place and then run away again from it, right? Because it's a pattern. When you escape, you keep on escaping. Exactly, exactly. 
and or you go into uh, elevate to something else. So how do you help them to find their way and make a difference in this energy? I love to begin with their vision. And what is the vision that they see for themselves, for their business or their relationships and help them to start to fill in the gaps between where they are and the vision that they've envisioned for themselves. And it's I, I like to look at it as like I'm a guide. I'm walking with you. I'm not better than you. I'm not up here and you're down here. We're walking shoulder to shoulder, side by side together. And as we're walking together on this journey of actualizing this ideal vision that you have, I can see your blind spots. I can see what limiting beliefs are surfacing. I can notice where maybe you reacted instead of responded and we start to course correct. And over time, before you know it, they're creating that, that vision that they see for themselves. Amazing. So you can tell from how much um, uh, liberty they give themselves in defining their own vision, right? Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. We, we have we constrain ourselves to think that we can. Yeah. And I think a lot a, a big issue, too, is that we sometimes have these beautiful visions for our lives, our business, our relationships, but then our level of belief comes into play mm-hmm. and our belief determines our reality. And so if you're struggling to believe that it's possible or you're struggling to believe you can transform your relationship or you're struggling to believe you can make a bigger impact in the yeah. work that you do, you'll find yourself actually not taking the necessary action and steps required to create that. That's right. So it's everything starts with how what you believe in inside. Everything. Yeah. How did how did it impact you in your own life to become such a beautiful guide for all this women? You work with women mostly, isn't it, Cassandra? Yeah, I've worked with men before too, mm-hmm. but mostly women tend to come into yeah, my work. Kind of feel it. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 been I've radically transformed every area of my life doing really? this work. Every mm-hmm. area from health, from okay. finances, from my relationships, business, wow. even location. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it just, when I started to realize the power was within me, it was not outside of myself. I tapped into something where I was like, whoa, this is available to all of us. I'm not special. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We all have access to this inside of ourselves. I love that. I think but the only thing special. is I tapped into it. But you become special because you tapped into it. Yeah. That's how you become special. So everyone has the key to become special. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. And how much how much time did it did it take you to really shift? Like, if you look back, it's like, is it a year? Is it two years? Is it what is it? Because that's what people get impatient. Oh my gosh, that's such a good question. You know, it's hard to quantify the beginning because I just recall the moments where I started to notice I'm thinking different, I'm feeling different. Mm -hmm. I I remember people were coming up to me and they were asking me, what are you doing? Something's different about you. You're you're glowing, you're speaking differently, your energy has shifted. And I wasn't counting time. And so if I could give anyone any uh, advice or words of wisdom who's watching this is detach from the time it's going to take to experience the transformation you desire and trust that as you're on this path, everything's going to unfold and you're going to look up and you're going to see a different reality. I think the issue is people's relationship with time is. is a little bit troubled and we we want it now. We live in this microwave Everything. society where we, we want it right now, yeah. give it to me right now. Yes. But I found a lot of that is because 
We want it now because we think it's going to make us feel better about ourselves. We want it now because we think it's going to validate us. We want it now because we think it's going to heal some wound that we haven't resolved yet. And so the, the path to getting there oftentimes is us becoming the person who can handle the result once we receive it. Wow. I love this. And becoming that person takes time. Yeah. It's like, and you will never know how much that incubation period of you changing. Yeah. But it's always worth it. You're not going to regret sticking with it. I you're going to be like, I'm so grateful. I stuck with this. I'm so glad. Like, you're not going to regret it. You just got to stick with it. Yeah. But sticking with it is the hard part, right? Because it's like you're in a void. It's like you don't see anything. Exactly. Which is why I think that's where the mentorship and the coaching is so powerful because Mm -hmm. the void is typically where people take themselves out. They get distracted. They think it's not working. They have these stories that they're telling themselves and then they go back to old patterns and behaviors. But to me, this is the perfect time to have high level support and mentorship because I'm going to hold you accountable and you're going to see this thing through. <laughs> yes, and you do. And I love that because you you will be there. You're like, okay, I'm there. The moment you go down, I'm going to tell you, hey, hey, this is your taking another direction. Come back again. And yeah. Uh, yeah, that's incredible. I love that. And it's and it's almost like if we had more of those conversations, no one will stay in a toxic relationship no more. No, no one no. will be under paid and uh, respected and uh, no more. No, no. I think when we really see who we really are and we value the innate worth that is in all of us because we were, we were born enough. That's something that doesn't go away. It's the life experiences that we have that distort our view of ourselves. But when we connect with that wholeness within ourselves, that enoughness, it opens our eyes to the possibilities that are available to us. And anything that is not in alignment with that, it, it tends to just fall away. Mm, yes, I love that. We are so whole on ourselves, in ourselves. But we forget that. Yeah. Responsibilities, running after time. And you said it so beautifully. It's like you need to let go of that time tightness to time yeah Yeah. and I I think it's it's a perfect place where we really can say that you know what we feel scarce like the the scarcity what it comes from is really from the time right we always think that we're not it's not enough I mean like I don't have enough time it's I need to do things yeah and that's that's the perfect time to create a new relationship with time you know it's it's no different when we work on our money mindset you know we know that we don't want to say like i don't have enough money because then you recreate that when we say i don't have enough time we recreate that and you want time to be your ally and Mm -hmm. so you have to reframe the way you even look at time yes yes and the moment you use your the time as your ally then you can play with the time use it Mm mm-hmm and quantum, I, there is a question here. If you may, if you may, yeah. let's see if that makes sense to you. Are you familiar with quantum feminism? Do you have any idea about what it means? That is an interesting combination. I don't think I've ever heard quantum and yeah. feminism together. Yeah. <laughs> That's and, it's interesting. Not, and it's interesting this question. That's why I wanted to pull it because it's not about feminism. It's really about feminine energy. Yeah, and women's empowerment. You know. It's 
I think that we are living in an era right now where women are realizing how sovereign and sacred and powerful we really are. And also men are starting to appreciate the traits and qualities about women that can actually complement the masculine. Exactly. And and this is we're not here to compete, we're here to complement. Uh, that's it. I love that. It is. It's not about feminism. It's about co like coexisting in a beautiful way, in a harmonious way. And this yeah. is what it is. And I and that's why I wanted to bring that because I really wanted to make that distinction. And even this women empowerment discussions and series and everything. And you know, even beautiful leaders like you that comes and share their stories. It's because of the love of our coexistence together. And finding that harmony that comes from igniting the feminine energy so that we become harmonious. Yes. You know, I love to think of this analogy, how men build the home or the houses, but women make it a home. You know, we make it Mm -hmm. the home with the core, with our energy, with our essence. And so we, we need both feminine and masculine. And I think we're starting to be, we're living in a world now where both genders and frequencies are starting to realize the importance of needing each other. Yes. And I love that. And so it's really, it has nothing to do with feminism. It's more about, uh, uh, I think it's more empathy. That's what it is about. And empathy for all, for uh, the presence of women through their feminine existence and, you know, the uh, creating a powerful and a beautiful world altogether. That's what it is. Absolutely. Yeah. And you you are in a very ma- like male dominated environment before, right? Through your business, through the work you used to do. Yeah. Uh, For a long time, I was in a white male dominated industry. In fact, the position I had, I was the first black woman of color in the position that I had in the town that I lived in. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I had to navigate a lot of different challenges as a woman of color and a black woman was uh, racism, sexism, all the isms. Mm. And what really helped me to navigate that was during this time, I was doing this work that we've been talking about during this conversation where I was starting to tap into my own personal power. And it really helped me to shift my perspective around what I was experiencing in that environment too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, and I and this is the best way to do it because otherwise you become, you know, uh, and mean and and enraged and just like full yeah. of anger, and yeah. this is not what we want. No, no, that toxicity will get in you. It corrupts and. And it hurts you. It just yeah. destroys you, actually, as a person. And I think this is why we really need to more awareness about the importance of connecting with the inner power and understand what it means. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you work more with women that are, are in this in the executive field or is it more in general? Um, what do you think the need for this work is mostly today? I, I tend to work with women who are leaders, business owners, uh, sometimes even serial entrepreneurs own mm-hmm. multiple businesses. And I have found that the more roles and responsibilities women have, the more the type of work I do has really been supportive for them because the more we're putting on our shoulders, the more you can actually get caught into autopilot and unconscious patterns and behaviors. And that's what tends to create the dynamics we prefer not to experience. And so what I love about 
the work that I do is really helping them to stay connected to their, their personal power as they're leading, as they're being partners, as they're impacting the world and the work that they do, because that, mm-hmm. it, that can be a lot of pressure when you're managing all these different roles and responsibilities. That's true. When you have many hats that you carry uh, in your home and in your, in your business and in your community and everything, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, it's almost, uh, it's not even uh, something that you think about as a luxury or something that you add or you don't have time for it. It's something that you really need to be doing because when the universities, no one teaches us about inner power. Have you ever heard? No. So? I, so- I was so upset when I started yeah. learning this work. I was like, yeah. why didn't they tell me this? I Exactly. Same here. I'm like, why nobody told us that? Yeah. And I just was, I was so hungry for healing and I was so hungry for transformation and evolution that I just went seeking it. But if I didn't seek it, I don't know if it was going to land on my lap because I wasn't learning this in the classroom. No. And you know, like in my case, it's like, I needed something to make me feel I can get empowered again. And, and I started looking for what is that secret that comes from within. Yeah. And I said, I wish I knew that yeah. 20 years ago. I wish yeah. I knew it even just 10 years ago. Yeah. Life would have been different. Oh my gosh. I say that all the time. I'm like, if I could go back to me too. 20 years ago. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. If you knew that 20 years ago, what would have been, what would have you, like, what could have you been doing now? Like, I would have first asked her. Who does she really want to be? Yes. I would ask her that because you would have had gotten more I time. Was operating out of conditioning. I was operating out of what everyone around me told me to go be, do, and have. I yeah. have no connection to what do you want? And although part of my former career was something I, I did want to you work to in that, that field, but I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit also mm-hmm. that never got poured into. And it wasn't until I started this path where I started to wake up to like, I have these natural leadership gifts and I have these ideas and I have this entrepreneur spirit, but that wasn't cultivated in my earlier years. And so I would go back to her and ask like, what does your soul want? What is your heart like? What do you really, really want to be? Wow. Mm. You have all the time now to do that. I do. That's Plenty right. of time. Oh my God. You know what? I want you to shine your light. You have all the time. Yes. It's crazy. Yes. It's like me for a laugh. I always tell them if I knew that stuff, I think I'd be Gilo or Jennifer Lopez today or something like so crazy like that. It's like, but we didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't know. You can think into the results you want to create in your life. We didn't know. Yeah. And I think the beautiful part of this journey is it's never too late. Like never the whole yes. age thing, like throw that in the trash can. Oh yeah, big time, big time. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you have breath in your body, it's not too late. Oh yes, absolutely right. It's like people started in their fifties and sixties and reached the billion dollar unicorn. It's exactly. Oh, I agree. And it's like, and this is where I want to bring back that comment that puts the quantum. I think quantum is about this. It's the quantum jump. It's the quantum exponential creation Mm. that goes so fast when you become aware. Yeah. Yeah. I think that for me, it's like understanding that we are 
a piece of the whole and that God created this planet to function in a certain way. And when we can connect to that power, like there's spiritual laws and there's laws of the universe. Like there's laws that they work for everyone. And when we realize that we can really start to reclaim our power mm-hmm. and realize that things aren't happening to us, they're happening for us. And how right. can we start to shift our perception and see the gift in the moments? Even there, Lisa Nichols often said something that yeah always stuck with me. She said that sometimes life is like sandpaper. It's just smoothing out the rough edges. Like, Oh my God, that's true. (laughs) The image is scary, but it is true. It is true. So like, uh, so we had to go through, through what we've gone through to become that person. Yeah. Who are, to become who I am. To yeah. become who you are watching us, actually. You needed to go to the toughest experience. You needed to go through places where it just seems no impossible so that you can turn towards the right direction for you. Yeah. And I know it's really hard to hear that depending yeah. upon the level of traumas you may have experienced. And I do have a trauma-informed background and a part of my own professional and lived experiences, you know, I experienced complex traumas growing up and I went and got, you know, professionally trained and educated to work with people. And for a long time, I actually struggled with that idea of, you know, this happened and could I make good of it? I I always felt like a victim. I always felt like somebody was doing something to me. I always felt wronged. And when I lived my life that way, I was constantly recreating things in my relationships. Uh, I wasn't passionate in the work I was doing. And so I really had to develop a different reality of the way I was perceiving my past, Mm. the traumas I had experienced in a way that was actually going to support me and my reinvention rather than looking at it as I was just this victim that was always going to suffer in silence or go Mm. through, you know, different adversities. Mm. Wow. And I agree with you. It's like, and that's why, you know, even the work you do, it's like you would never really understand what the person goes through, but you understand that it's going to pass. And what you need is to empower them to believe in yeah. their their capacity yeah. to go through things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure. Mm. You're incredible. Thank mm. you. You really are. So share, let, let, tell me about the program that you are uh, working to, uh, on now. I think you have a beautiful retreat coming up and something nice. Yes. So I am hosting the whole new woman, Unleash the Magnetic Woman Within Retreat Whoa. here in Treasure Island, Florida. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm so excited about this. Uh, it's a complete inside out transformation experience to amplify your power, unleash your magnetism, deepen your self-trust, which I believe as women is so important to trust ourselves. And then on the final day, we are having a boudoir photographer and a professional Ooh. makeup artist come and you're going to have a mini boudoir photo shoot. Or if you feel more comfortable, you can do a glamour shoot. And so that's coming up in October. We still have a few spots available for that. So whoever is watching us and you would like to connect with Cassandra, I'm going to drop the link. It's also in the description of the video and we'll probably put your website as well. So that's, who knows, you'll have uh, some uh, new magic coming in uh, Florida. So where is it going to be held? In Florida? Where? In Treasure where? Island, Florida. In where, sorry? Treasure Island, Florida. Ah, Treasure Island. Wow. You do choose your names properly. Yes. <laughs> 
Yeah, very intentional. <laughs> very, everything is intentional. And you're like, and sometimes you don't even think about it until you're like, whoa, everything is just somehow connects. Yeah. That's the laws of the universe, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like it's, when you surrender to it, you, you I can't make this stuff up the way stuff no, <laughs> no. you can go and create that place and have it all prepared and ready for that very moment yeah yeah wow. and then I also have a free Facebook community on Facebook called the unapologetically magnetic woman and mm -hmm. next week I'm going to be hosting a free training called self-led and so I'll be oh. talking about what it means to be a woman who leads herself wow I'm coming in that one <laughs> we'll drop the link as well. Let's all be self-led to greatness. Yes. Speed up through time because it doesn't matter what time do you start or restart or recreate or elevate or whatever you decide to do. Yeah. yeah. I'm really That's excited. Mm, congratulations of all the amazing things and, you know, for bringing uh, so much depth from your career before and actually sharing that with all the women. My Thank pleasure. You. And all these conversations, I think more we have them, more we can bring hope that, you know, you can create a better life if you want to. I agree. Absolutely. Anybody can. I truly believe that. Yeah. It's like there is, it's a time where no one should feel stuck no more. No, one. no, no. There's so much tools out there and information, even if someone is at a place where they have to just utilize whatever free resources are out there that's part of self-leadership, you know, is lead yourself until you can get yourself to the next step. Exactly. Lead yourself and unleash the leader in you and let it be. Yes. That star comes out. Ah, you're a star. It's so beautiful to have you. Thank, Thank you so you for much having me. for your presence, for your energy. Thank you everyone for being with us and I'll see you in a, a new episode sometime soon. Bye bye everyone. <laughs> bye. <laughs> mm.